0: Hey, thanks for tuning in. If you like this episode or want to contact me about any of the topics we cover, follow me at Marcus Amadeus on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Hey, what's up? Thanks for tuning in. It's Sunday. You know what that means? Go to my Instagram. There's a link in the bio. It's going to profile our top for sale open houses in Brooklyn and Manhattan, Queens, Brought to you by Compass. Just walk right in. Beautiful places for you to go to look at. But this episode, we're going to talk about the update uh, from the Department of State for New York, or surrounding broker fees, and just go the ins and outs of what it, are the changes so what you could be aware of. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Hey. Okay. So the Department of State this week, without any notification to brokers or any deliberation with Lawmakers or lobbyists passed a new resolution guideline surrounding broker fees for rental apartments in New York. And you know, this is important because if you've ever lived in New York, um, it's primarily uh, managed and run by brokers. And sometimes you can pay hefty upfront fees, which some people have issues with, some people don't. Um, But it's a very sweeping regulation to happen with no. Consultation from real estate industry But here's basically what it says The major change that you should be aware of is If you are renting an apartment Often there's going to be an exclusive listing agent Who is representing the interests of the landlord Okay So that means you come into a listing You want to rent it But that broker is typically, not always Representing the landlord There is a sheet called a disclosure form Issued standard issued by Department of State. You should sign this every time you do a rental transaction to clarify who this third party is representing. Is it the landlord? Is it the the renter slash buyer? Or is it both? Because we have dual agency in New York. So a lot of times they will issue a exclusive right to rent an apartment. And even though you're representing the landlord, the new tenant will pay a broker fee. The major change is that now if the landlord is hiring the broker and a renter comes in they must pay that fee so that's a big change because it's typically not done that way or not all the time but it's mo- most of the time not done that way so it's a big change so just something you need to be aware of the major issue with this is that it can there's a few few ways around this one to be cl- one to m- make it clear if you're a renter and you hire a real estate broker to help you find a rental apartment, there's still fees. You still need to pay them. That's still as it used to be. Number two, it's possible that you could have the landlord or the agent representing the landlord and then you come in and then also have a dual agency. So there's no real clarification on what that situation is, who should pay it at that time. And then lastly, there's also a possibility, this happens a lot actually, is that they don't give exclusive rights for apartments, but they might give it to marketing rights, but they might give it to a handful of agents and you advertise the apartment, but you bring the tenant and you still represent the tenant, even though you're marketing the apartment. So those are the three ways that these divisions of fees can be divvied up and it's a little confusing. So there's definitely going to be some pushback and revamping of this to make it more clear and the takeaway there's two takeaways there's a lot of chat online if you go look on the facebook message boards one this is going to get baked into the rent it's like any market you want to pay it up front you want to pay it over time it's going to get baked into the rent larger landlords with these massive buildings already have these these leasing offices so they're really not going to be affected and if they have lots of units it's it's they this cost of doing business is already factored in the people who are probably going to be affected the most are small landlords with, you know, one or two units per building. Maybe they have two buildings, three buildings, and they outsource this service to to brokers. And they're going to be the most impacted. And the I think also what's the negative thing that's going to happen is that typically those apartments, because they're older, are cheaper. This is going to bring up, in my opinion, the rent a little bit. And you're going to end up paying more in rent over time. And it's kind of the balance like a lot of times if you have broker fees, you have a much higher upfront cost, but if you stay there for more than one two years, it ends up being cheaper over time. So it's possible that now if you're now that you have a higher rent because this transactional fee is baked into your monthly rent and you stay longer, you might end up paying more. So it really comes down to the math and how you want to divvy it up But in that case, you always need a good broker That's why you talk to me, Marcus Schott If you have any questions, just DM me Message me, I'll, I'll respond to you If you're looking for a rental apartment I'll help you out, let me know If you need to list an apartment Be aware of the new laws And if you decide you want to use a agent Give me a call And as always, if you have a friend Or you are looking to buy, sell, rent in New York I'm here, we have a network of real estate professionals, real estate broker, handymen, appraisers, mortgage lenders, the whole deal to help you out. So we're a one-stop shop. Thanks for tuning in. If you like the podcast, tell your friend, like, subscribe. Also, we have house tours on YouTube. Last week we did house hunting in Denver. So it was fun. A little change up. All right. Have a good day. Bye. <clears throat>